Hey, good morning, my friends. It's 8.40 a.m. on the 29th of August. And I hope this day finds you well. Uh, We're just in that strange part of summer that I don't care for. (laughs) It's hot. It's warm. Uh, School is in session, so I'm working off and on. And, uh, you know... We're watching football games in 85, 90 degree heat rather than, you know, 65 degree, which is football weather, right? We want football weather. Enough of me whining. I hope your day is well and, uh, and productive and enlightened. And I hope that this episode of Finding Meaning will add to that. I want to talk today about self-improvement. What does that mean? What are we doing when we improve ourselves? Now, let me give a little addendum here before we move on. Uh, There is absolutely nothing wrong with uh, getting in better shape, sharpening one's mind, getting an education, uh, you know, taking time off work, meditating improving the circumstances of your life. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. As a matter of fact, uh, to quote the movie The Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. So, you know, when I talk about self-improvement, I am not demeaning those things. Matter of fact, they are part of a spiritual journey. What I'm going to talk about today, though, is our affection for for self-absorbment, for staring at our own belly buttons, uh, for improving not our true self, our authentic self, but our ego self. Because I'm convinced that often when we take on things like self-improvement or getting in better shape or, you know, finding a a religion to follow, et cetera, et cetera. What we're speaking to when we say, well, I'm trying to better my life, what we're speaking to when we say that is our ego. We want to inflate or reinforce or confirm our ego-driven, ego-learned Uh, conditioned beliefs. And that is why often self-improvement doesn't work for people. There has to be some level, some modest level at least, of self-awareness and authenticity in any aspirational journey towards self-improvement. Because you can be, you can go, you can lose 100 pounds and get in great shape and still be just as lost. You can win the lottery and have a billion dollars and still be just as sad. There's something else that must happen. And, you know, at least for me, I see this fairly clearly. People launch off on these these quests of self-improvement and they excuse me why I multitask, they just sort of end up in the same place. 
now, hear me. If you lost, if you, you know, if if you lost some weight, and speaking to myself now, <laughs> if 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 a person loses some weight or goes back to school to get their degree, or those are good things, make you feel better, and there's nothing wrong with feeling better about who you are. But do you really know who you are? What are you making feel better? Is the question. Are you reinforcing these preconceived, established notions about who you should be? Or are you really discovering who you are? Because, brothers and sisters, the idea of you should be this is really a misguided notion. You are what you are right now, and that has to be good enough. That has to be the place uh, to begin from. And you can improve things. What we can't do, it's the oven, excuse me. What we can't do, though, is just reinforce our ego. I cannot tell you how many times I have seen people go off to improve themselves, you know, to get a, a degree. And the next time I see them or in some encounter with them, uh, they have become sort of self-absorbed about their accomplishment or arrogant about their accomplishment. I've seen it a million times in people who lose a lot of weight that they feel better about themselves and there's nothing wrong with that. But that is coupled often to their ego and they become self-righteous or self-superior to others. Same is true in religion. I've seen people find, I'm using air quotes, religion. And what they do is because they, are, they have fed the ego so much through this religious dogma that they believe that, that they are better than or different than you or their neighbor or, you know, the, the tree I'm looking at on my window. Uh, my point is this, that when we, when we go on a journey of self-improvement, are we improving the, the false self or the true self? And that's the fundamental question of spirituality. I'm working really hard on losing some weight. It has always been a struggle for me in my life. I'm succeeding, slowly. I'm succeeding, uh, which is good. Uh, but... The question is always at the front of my mind, what's the purpose, right? Well, my purpose is I want to feel better. I want to be healthier for my family, for my wife, for my life. Uh, when I was a younger man uh, and I would lose weight, and it's been a yo-yo thing for me, as it has been for many people, uh, it was about ego, right? It was about I need to look good so other people see me in this different light. Other people uh, don't judge me or other people accept me. That is a very sort of immature, egoic sense of self-improvement. To be healthier, to be happier, to be lighter on your feet, at least for me right now, that's where my improvement needs to happen. Because I'm speaking from at least a more authentic place than I would have 30, 40 years ago. 
And I think this does, I think you can extrapolate this out to institutions too. That, you know, we want, we want our, our team to be the best. We want our church to be the right one or our temple or our synagogue to be the correct one. We want our club to be the true one. We want our political party to be the right one. It's this dualistic notion of improvement. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, the problem with that is this, is that when people get to that place where they feel as though they have achieved their goal, they still have this void. They're still hungry for more ego food, more belly button gazing, you know, that old saying, right? When someone is being self-centered, they're belly button gazing. And, you know, heck, jump on social media if you really want to see the perfect example of, of this. Um, because it is all, it, it is all about a lot of it, let me say it that way, let me not be too judgmental, but a lot of it is about, woe is me, look at me, or here's the perfect selfie with the perfect filter. It's all very uh, negatively introspective. It's not a positive introspection. It's, it is about bolstering an image or an ego or being the victim or what have you. All of these things based in this sort of myopic, narcissistic existence that we have developed as a modern culture. And it's all belly button gazing. When I was a professional religious person, I sat in meeting after meeting. And we would have these annual meetings with, you know, about 1,500 people, would, uh, representatives from these different churches and and people would get the microphone, and, and you could obviously see that <laughs> that they were convinced that their way of thinking, their opinion, their agenda was the opinion and agenda uh, that everyone should believe. And... I'm not trying to be judgmental, but that's very representative of the way we function as humans, right? Uh, our country, right or wrong, anyone says that, right? Our, our, our religion, right or wrong, our football team, our soccer team, our et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm all for self-improvement. As a matter of fact, I'm working very hard on improving aspects of myself right now. But I just wanted to share with you that, that there is something else that has to go with that, and that is a realization. That is a, an understanding that there is a void that can't be filled by anything other than finding your true self. It's just a fact. So... There you have it, my friends. Improve your true self. Don't reinforce your false self. And to begin to do true self, authentic self improvement, we have to first and foremost realize that our ego 
is very prevalent, is very much real and alive in all of our lives. Because we were taught that, folks. We were taught to be the good girl, the bad boy, the academic scholar or star, the football player, the, the drug addict, the, you know, Republican, the Democrat, the this, the that. <sighs> be the love that you are. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.